0: Hello, it's Sarah here. I'm so glad you are listening to the Heart to Heart Outreach podcast. One of my greatest passions is ministering to women, creating a space where they can learn from others and ultimately becoming the women God has made them to be. This message you are about to hear will surely do that for you. Why not share it with a friend as you grow together in Jesus? Hello, everyone. And This is Sarah speaking from Heart to Heart uh, Outreach and uh, i just want to welcome everybody uh, today that will be listening to this video i have divided this um, topic because it's quite long into two videos so i'm going to start with video one And then um, mothers of uh, narcissists tend to infantilize their children. And then one trait that nearly all narcissistic parents uh, have in common is the need to infantilize their children. This can be as a direct making of the child feel like uh, incompetent, they can't do things for themselves. Um, uh, It it is very subtle subtle when the mother uh, practices it uh, in the beginning of a child's life, they step in uh, as if they are coming to help the child. So don't get me wrong, there are times in a child's life, depending on what age they are, where we step in to do things for the child. But uh, in normal parenting, we step in to do things for the child with the idea and the aim of teaching the child and getting them to learn how to do that thing next time. So we are not going to be there all the time, showing them all through their life how to do the same thing. So we show them in the beginning, and then at a later stage, when they are a certain age, then we expect them to know how to do that. But it's not so with the narcissistic mother, because there's an agenda you know a psychological agenda behind why they need to do things for their child so the the reason is they want the child to feel incompetent they want to scar the self confidence of the child so that the child will end up depending on the mother the child will end up losing a confidence of 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 uh, the, the knowledge that they they are capable of doing things then they can always run to the mother for help no matter how how old in life they would be so the mom knows that's a programming that's a training and then why is the mom doing this the mom is doing this because the mom is narcissistic remember and we did say that narcissistic people thrive on getting feed positive feedback from other people we call it supply so that positive affirmation that praise you know that uh, pet on the shoulder that attention you know that's the, the what we call supply so they need this child to always be there to supply all those things all their life. The the child views the mom as the best thing ever because my mom knows how to do things that I don't uh, know how to do so we know that narcissistic personality always has to have someone that they regard as lower than them because it's all to do with ego and then they have to be higher and someone people around them have to be lower so now in this case is the mom now using the child as a supply? so the the child has to remain lower so the mom can always be lifted up so when they do things for the child they have that sense of uh, I am higher I am more important I'm more intelligent more knowledgeable even though it's their child that's just how twisted it is in this uh, personality so i'm going to give a dictionary definition of infantilization Uh, this is uh, the act of prolonging an infantile state in a, a person by treating them as an infant in other words deliberately treating someone as being much younger than their actual age this happens at any age, the child can be. The mother never lets go of the child. They never regard their child as a grown man, uh, you know, if in the case of a man. So the man can be 45, can be 30, can be 50. The, the mom is going to treat them just like they were two, they were 2 years old and on lucas can see the interactions between the mom even though the mom when they are out in the open will try and hide it but you know they it always kind of like you know pops up you know people that know people that have the knowledge can pick up that mm-mm, something is not right between these two so Uh, The narcissistic parents do this because they see their child as an extension of themselves so they are, they treat their child as if it's their second half and they can't survive without the son. In reality they can't because the son is supplying uh, the, the things that they need for them to thrive, for them to feel good, for them to function. They need uh, the constant admiration or, or from the son. So in this case they haven't gone out, they are doing it within the, the household and they are training this child to be that supply for, for, for their life so um they if the child maybe uh, starts to realize that uh, the mom is quite not quite right then and they pull back you know that means they withdraw the the supply the mom will start to uh, guilt trip the child uh, blame and shame and then uh, you know those defense mechanisms are going to traumatize the child and then they are not emotionally nice and the child will now be drawn back to do what the mom uh, demands them to be. So to avoid the pain, the child will will have to comply. And then this carries on. It's, it's, it's something that the child is now aware of, but they, they are trapped in it. They can't really uh, pull away because if they pull away, then they, are, they, they get attacked by the mom psychologically, emotionally, and then they have to come back. So for them to have a peaceful life, they have to do what the mom says they must do, even though it's not really said, you know, it is a message that is uh, uh, it unspoken, but the, the child can pick that up, that mom wants me to do this, she's happy when I do this, you know, she applauds me when I do this, you know, she gives me good things when I do this, so the child learns, even if the mom doesn't really actually ask, but the mom sends those messages, those unspoken messages that the child will pick up, and, um, In order to combat this threat that uh, the child is now beginning to realize what the mom is all about and and the mom is now fearing that the child will end up leaving and then when the child leaves they will lose out on the supply the mom will try and uh, 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 undermine the 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 child's uh, growing independence in various ways this can be uh, can include giving them the message that they lack the ability to handle things or they talk down to them you know, uh, in a way that is, is belittling. And then uh, some of the ways that uh, the mom will employ to uh, manipulate the child to comply uh, with, with the, su- the, the, the supply is disapproval. Um, this can take a form of looks uh, uh, that silently tell the child, uh, that they have failed in in their eyes, or it can be pointed pointed questions regarding the lifestyle of the child, their choices, their decision-making. So everything that the child does is rubbish according to the mom. And then this leaves the son never learns uh, confidence. They never learn that they can do things. They never learn that they are capable because everything that they do by themselves without uh, go, going via the mom is rubbished. You know, and if you are rubbished at all, then you learn that from home, then you don't really have that confidence that you are capable of doing everything. So the mom then puts themselves in that place where they are going to be doing everything for this child. At any level, at any age, they will be doing things for this child. In the uh, the, the, the eyes of the world, the the the, the, the world can see the, the, the son, who is now a big man, as a successful person. But behind closed doors, the mom is the one that is doing everything for them. They are just there as, uh, you know, like, uh, you know, uh, uh, standing there uh, uh, as a name, uh, you know, to, to a project. But the actual uh, person that is doing things would be the mom. So, uh, interference is number two. Mom interferes in every area of the son's life, including when the son is at that place where he's grown enough now to look at girls and choose a girlfriend or maybe get into marriage. The mom will interfere and the reason the mom interferes it also goes back to the mom being afraid that the son will eventually leave and if this son leaves who is going to give me supply what what's going to happen to me i'm going to disintegrate i'm nothing without my son because in this personality they have to have someone who always give them that fill that void so the son has now taken that place of filling the void so the mom is going to do everything that they do that the son will never leave sabotaging the, the their relationships maybe even work or you know jobs or whatever just so the son can stay put at home we are going to discuss uh, two facts about narcissistic parenting and uh, fact number one the they, this type of parents, they can't develop the ability to empathize with others. They can never learn to love. So remember that these parents are also narcissistic. So, you know, uh, they, they are raising up a child to be narcissistic because that's all they know. They don't know any better themselves. The narcissistic parents see the child merely as a possession uh, who can be used to feather their own self-interest. And uh, they often have issues with boundaries, both physically, emotionally, and they they can unload a lot of emotional baggage on a two-year-old. So it starts very young where the mom would talk with a two-year-old, I'm just giving an example, you know, a child of that age, like they are talking to a friend, they are talking to a partner, or they are talking to an adult, and then let's say maybe they encountered a problem during the day, they come back and then somebody has done them wrong, so they want to vent out, they vent out. On a five-year-old, that child is not uh, you know, grown up enough to carry that baggage, that is emotional baggage that is coming out of the mom. Because remember, when somebody offloads on you, even if it's not about you, it's about them, it affects you too. So you have to be grown up enough to carry that baggage and help this person offload on you. But they do it on a child and that is very much affecting of the child that is because of lack of boundaries they don't have boundaries at all they treat the child as an adult they treat adult as children narcissists also view the world in a binary uh, way that things are either uh, extremely bad or things are perfect so with them is either you are perfect or you are they, they just outrightly rubbish you out so, the child can be a source of comfort for them, and the child can also be a, a punching bag. When they need to let out their anger, their rage, they do it on the child. When they are happy, go lucky, they do it on, on the child as well. So the child grows up in this environment where they are, they don't know, you know, what will come today? How will my mom be today? So they are always uncertain of the home environment, which is uh, very uncertain. Um, this now leaves the, ma, the the child in a place where uh, he has to thrive to please the mom, to have a, 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 a nice home environment. He has to always please the mom. So now what does it ha- what, what happens is that the child forgets about their own needs. The child forgets about their own emotions. They suppress them. The child uh, forgets about their own decisions, their own choices. Everything goes. The child literally stops to leave. So it's only the mom who leaves because the child is leaving to make the mom happy. If mom is happy, I will be happy. The home environment will be happy. And the mom will give the child back unconditional love. If the child is giving them that supply, the mom will reward the child. Then the child will know, okay, if I do this, I get rewarded. Mom is happy and then she gives me this. Then it, it, it goes on until the child is a grown man who is always looking to, um, you know, to, to, to please the mom. Even when they are grown up, even when they are married, they have their own wife. The main thing is to make sure that mom is happy because if mom is happy, then I will be happy as well. Uh, When kids grow up, they become stronger, more confident, more brave. Narcissistic parents see them uh, as a a direct threat. We we, 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 we said this uh, before. And out of desperation, the child thrives now to please the mom. Some of the common tactics that are are used uh, by these uh, mothers, narcissistic mothers, to bring the child to conformity, to be the supply that never ends. Creating unhealthy competitions. So you find this mom who competes with he, her own child. You know, I mean, that's very unhealthy. The mom is there to encourage the child, the mom is there to make the child win, you know, uh, not to, 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 to be the one that beats the child in any game or anything you know anything that they are doing but the mom can also sometimes if in a healthy uh, parent child relationship the mom the, the parent will hold back and and give the the child a sense of winning even though the, the the parent could could have easily won but they hold back just so they can make the child win and the That builds a child's confidence. Not so with a narcissistic mother. A narcissistic mother has to win and make this child know that they are a failure. So the child grows up knowing they are a failure from childhood and they can never have that confidence to be able to do things, believe that they can do things and and they can make things happen. And then uh, they use guilt and blame. They give ultimatums and they are uh, uh, putting the child down uh, to try to, 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 keep their, uh, self-confidence low. Fact number two, narcissistic parents are exclusively and possessively close to their children and are threatened by their children's growing independence. We keep coming back to this because it's a main thing. That's a main feature in the parent, uh, parenting style of this type of parents. Um, This results in a pattern of narcissistic attachment with the parent, considering that the child exists solely to fulfill the parent's needs and wishes. We talked about the child being the supply to the mother. And the narcissistic parent will often try to control the, 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 the child with threats and emotional abuse. The mother behaves in such a way that... Treats the child in such a, they actually groom the child in such a way that the child will feel guilty if they neglected neglected in inverted commas because the child can never neglect the parent but in narcissistic parenting the child is 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 viewed as having neglected the mother. And the mother will not say that, but they will send a message to the child to say, you have neglected me. For example, a child goes out to play with friends. And then during that time that the child is out, the mother needs the supply from the child and the child is not in the house. When the child comes back, the mother will uh, guilt trip that child to say, you neglected me for four hours today. You went out with your friend. The, the, the mother has a way of, of of conveying that message and the child will feel guilty. And then maybe the child will get a little bit of a punishment, psychological, you know, emotional punishment from the mom because they went out. The next time they just don't go out because they don't want to experience what they experienced the other day. So that's how they groom them. And. And. Um, uh, Narcissistic uh, uh, people have low self self esteem and they feel the need to control uh, how others regard them, fearing that otherwise they will be blamed or rejected and their personal in- ad- inadequacies will be exposed. So they are always narcissistic. People are always controlling their environment. They are controlling how people view them. That's the reason why they demand. They. They do it in a subtle way, in a psychological way, but they demand approval, they demand admiration, they demand uh, love, they demand um, what praise uh, from from who they regard as their supply. Not everybody, though, but who they regard as their supply. So they control that environment because it makes them exist. It makes them feel good it makes them kind of like really live because they are in a term a constant turmoil the psychological being is really shattered in in a narcissistic personality so they need those uh, reinforcements for them to survive otherwise they will you know just crumble in a a depressive uh, you know heap uh, becomes suicidal and some of them they even take their lives at, at a later stage so that's how you know it can be it can be very horrendous where this this type of personality. And uh, it goes on to say, narcissistic parents are self-absorbed, often to the point of grandiosity. They also tend to be inflexible and lack the empathy necessary for childbearing. Can you imagine the mom, the love of mom is lacking in these people. The love of mom that wants to see their children children do better. Their children excel. Their children go beyond where, you know, where they have gone themselves, you know. Not so with the competitive narcissistic parent. They will always want the children to be lower, lower than them because it makes them feel like they are a better person. You know, and then um, there are other ways that narcissistic parents manipulate their children. We are going to look at uh, some of them, not all of them, though. The main way is possessiveness. And the narcissistic mother deliberately cultivate uh, dependence on their children. We, we did. Uh, we spoke a lot about this because it's, it's a huge problem in this uh, parenting styles. Example, I'm going to give an example of an adult son. An adult son who may be a preacher, whose mother required him to call her wherever he is, several times a day without fail, even when the child is a man. The mother in- induces guilt in the child when they fail to do so. This carries on whether the child is married and they are with their spouse or not. When the child fails to do this, they are guilt tripped by the mother. To avoid this guilt, the child will do everything they can to make those calls. So. They can be in an important meeting. They could be even speaking. And a text comes in to say, call me, where are you? You know, the mother needs supply now, you know. And then the poor child can will do everything that they can to have an excuse to leave the room so they can make the call. Because if they didn't, when they get home, they are in for it. And they have experienced that before. They don't want to see that. So they would rather calm the storm by doing what the mother wants and come back and finish what they were doing it's horrendous and it does happen parents who would say to their child if you love mommy you will do this that's a manipulative way that's a conditional love you are conditioning your child to say i will love you if you do this for me you can never love the child whether they are naughty whether they you know they don't do things for you whether they are you know problematic you still love them anyway no you love them only when they do that which you want them to do for you not even for them for you So the child grows up in this environment where they know I'm only loved when I do things for mom. If I don't, then mom gets angry with me. And um, this is letting children believe that her love for them depends on how good they are. Love of a parent shouldn't be like that. It shouldn't be like that. It shouldn't be conditional. Causes of uh, infantilization, we are going to look at what causes uh, infantilization? What causes these uh, mothers to treat their their adult children uh, like, you know, toddlers? Uh, they vary, you know, uh, why they treat someone uh, the way they do when the person is really an adult. Uh, the main reason uh, is so that the mom can feel superior. We did say that uh, the the child is now in the life of the mom is serving a purpose of bringing supply, making the mom feel good, filling the void. So the mom is infantilizing this child so that uh, it can make her feel good all the time and feel superior. Children who are now adults, may find that their parents refuse to see them as such instead these parents are micromanaging uh, their children's activities you know like i mean a grown man who can't draw his own timetable he has to present what he needs to do or maybe Present just for the sake of presenting. This is what I would like to do. But the mom has to be the final, the final person to okay it. And and if if she does okay it, she's going to draw the timetable for the for for, for the son. That everything that happens in the life of that grown man is what the mom would like it to go, how she would like it to go, and what it should be, and how it should be, and with who even. You know coming into controlling who the son can work with who the son can you know interact with who the son can befriend all those things they are incorporated in all that that's the the control at its max you know and um these type of children will still be single and living at home i'm talk we are talking about a man now a man who's grown men, you know, they will still be living at home, whether they're married or not, most of them are not, Um, you know, it raises raises alarm when you find a man in his 50s, uh, 40s, actually 40s, who uh, is still living at home and has no wife, (laughs) they're still living with their mom, I mean, it doesn't need a degree to start, you know, seeing red flags there. And then so they will still be living at home some are married the mom would has somehow allowed it to happen but she is the middle person between the pair of them so if 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 the 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 son has married a, a wife the mom will make sure that she lives with them if they live in their own house she's coming to live with them otherwise they come and live with her in her own house and she will always make sure that she is in between. So it is the wife on the left, the husband on the right, the mom in the middle. So everything that the husband wants to to, to say or do with the wife has to come through the mom. Nothing bypasses the mom, otherwise the son will be in deep, deep, deep trouble. This is just how it is, and it's real, is real. You may think, if you haven't experienced it, you may think that maybe it's just something, but this happens a lot in in, in people that have been affected by this, and that would come and ask for help, maybe in in psychiatry. Then they open up, you know. This is this used to happen in my marriage. Da 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 da. The wife is now seeking help because she was so damaged psychologically and emotionally. Then they tell, you know, you know what happened in their marriage. And da da da. The, his mom used to do this. We hear this a lot. These things do happen. It's horrendous. As I'm speaking right now, you think, you know, it's something that never really happens. It does happen. Now we are going to look at types of narcissistic parents. The first one is ignoring narcissists. These are parents that are they show very little interest in their children. They perceive their children as a threat and therefore deliberately choose not to put an effort in their betterment and upbringing. Engulfing narcissists is number two. These are parents that are obsessively involved in their children's lives. We, you know, it goes back to where the mother will choose uh, life partners for their son. The mother will uh, stop their son from uh, getting a life partner, you know, things like that, you know, um, because the the aim here is that the son must never leave the mom because the son has to stay there and keep on uh, bringing that supply that the mom uh, so 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 very much uh, need so in so doing they are forcing their own identity to their children and become frustrated when the ch- the child deviates from it this causes lack of boundaries you know because then the mom kind of like um Uh, denies the child's individuality. Uh, The child can never develop individualism. It's it's an enmeshed, they call it an enmeshed uh, relationship. The child is not, uh, it doesn't feel, complete without the mom. The mom doesn't feel complete without uh, the, the, the son. So there's a core dependency. Both of them are sick to the core and they have affected each other to the core. But most, in, in most cases, is the son that has been affected more by the mom. Problems caused by infantilization. It can uh, create a sense of dread about interacting with their parents. They dread interacting with their parents. They do it just to comply and not to be punished. You know, the child may end up cutting off contact with their parents if they are strong enough because some ch- children will remain with the mom until d- uh, death do us part because they, 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 di- they never developed that strength. Even though they saw that something was wrong they didn't get that the guts to say, no, I'm going to set strong boundaries. Mom, I love you, but I'm not, I'm going to leave. Uh, you know, but some will stay until thy kingdom comes. And it can create an unhealthy internal dialogue within the child. Remember that this creates a turmoil within the child. The child loves the mom as the mom, you know, is her mom, is his mom. And then the child hates the mom and resents her. For treating him and, you know, denying him his individuality, denying him his, uh, you know, choices and and his, uh, you know, uh, authenticity. He he resent is a resent resentment love kind of a relationship. So this dialogue goes on forever and ever. He goes to his friends' as as, as houses sometimes. He sees how the, his friends interact with their mothers, and then he knows that this is what I would like to have. Then he knows that that's never happened with him and his mom, so when he goes home, he dress even going home. You know, the adult child may become hesitant to make decisions without consulting their parents. Uh, they develop self doubt uh, in decision making and judgment because uh, before, when they tried to uh, make decisions and and make their own judgments, they were ravished all their lives. So they've given up now. If mom doesn't do it, I'm not going to even try. Their self-confidence and self-worth go low and they judge themselves under the harsh filter of their parents' comments and actions. And then we have general uh, problems that arises uh, as a result of unhealthy parenting styles. A child raised by a narcissistic parents will be left feeling empty and insecure in loving relationships. Develop imagined fears. They mistrust others. They experience identity conflict, which may lead to even gender confusion, especially in the case of a mother-son kind of relationship. Suffering an inability to develop a distinct existence from that of the parent. They can't separate themselves from the parent. They will always run back to the mom sensitive. They are always sensitive, guilt-reading, and uh, uh, they learn to meet the parents' needs for gratification, and, and they seek love by accommodating the wishes of the parent. So they never really live for themselves. Nothing really makes them happy. They have to make the mom happy. Nobody cares about them. Their feelings, their needs, uh, they, 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 they've been ignored all their life. So all they know is that they are there to make the mom happy to meet the needs of the mom. Uh, Guilt and shame keep the child locked in a developmental arrest. And aggressive impulses and rage, they become a a, a split off and not integrated with normal development. The child uh, develops a false self as a defense mechanism and become codependent in relationships. So it's not only with the mom now, it's in relationship as a whole. And then the child and un- uh, unconscious denial of their true self perpetuate a cycle of self-hatred, fearing any reminder of their authentic self. So anything that goes near reminding them of their true self, their true self who lacks confidence, their true self who has a, a deep void inside, their true self who is never happy, their true self who has riddled with self doubts and all that they don't want anything near there so that's the reason why they project this self-confidence out there they project this all-knowing all-powerful superior image to people out there it's all a facade it's not true their true self has been riddled in childhood with um, you know low self-esteem and 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 inadequacies so they have a tendency to um, use substances. Uh, I think in one of my videos I mentioned this, that they tend to numb that turmoil inside of them you know, with, with uh, uh, substances. As the son grows intellectually and physically, his emotions are basically arrested. And he always feels like he needs to satisfy the mom's so wishes and demands. The son really never grow emotionally outside of his mother's control, his confidence, self-respect, and clearly his identity are all tied up with the mom's approval. So everything he does, even in relationship with his spouse, when he marries, is all based on mother's needs. So it has to be the mother that uh, approves of everything that he does, even when he is uh, big enough. And he will experience uh, difficulties connecting emotionally with people in a healthy way. Uh, The other effects are that of mental health. It is believed that children of narcissistic parents have significantly higher rates of depression and lower self-esteem during adulthood than those who did not perceive their caregivers as narcissistic. The parents' lack of empathy towards their child contributes to this as the child's desires are often denied, their feelings restrained, and their overall emotional well-being ignored. You know, it's all about the mom. The child never existed. His needs, his wants, his emotions, his whatever he likes, have never mattered. All that mattered was what the mother needed and they had to be the the person to bring those things to 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 be for the mom. So it's always been about the mom. Even in adulthood, you will see this person. His behavior, his concern is always around the mom. His everything. The world can come to a standstill if the mom has a need. They have to do that. You know. You know. It's normal for children to do that, but. In this uh, type of relationship, mother-son relationship or any child whatsoever, it becomes a bit abnormal to a point where it raises questions and question marks. Uh, Children of narcissistic parents are taught to submit and conform, causing them to lose their individuality. I talked about this as well. And this uh, can lead to uh, a, a, an adult child who has very few memories of a loving moments with true, true, authentic loving moments with their mother. All they they, they remember is uh, being appreciated for what they can do. And if they couldn't do what they were supposed to do, then hell would would break out. You know, it's just how these people um, were raised, which, uh, you know, led to who they are uh, when they are adults. The mother wrongly views their child as an extension of themselves. The enmeshed relationship bless the child's identity to a point where the child cannot separate himself to the mom. Relationship issues is another one. The child grows to view friends, family, co-workers, or generally everyone in their sphere of life as a means to an end. That's a main feature of narcissistic personality disorder. They use people. They are very good at using people for their own ends. Remember that this child was used by his mom they grew up having to supply the mom's needs. So they learn that people are there to supply your needs. They learn that people exist for you. They learn that people are, they, they have what you need and you have to force them to give you what they need. Hence, they uh, come up with uh, this manipulative techniques because under general, uh, under normal circumstances, people would not just willingly do what the narcissist wants. Uh, you know, so they, they are now going to have to force uh, what they need in that person's life to come to, to them. They are going to, 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 to employ mechanisms to force it to, to, to come just so it can benefit them and make them successful. You know, um, and they do this by manipulation and control. Huge challenges in marriages. When a mother and son have an unhealthy relationship, it causes him to struggle with setting boundaries and detach from his mother. This becomes a problem when he is involved in a romantic relationship, let alone marriage. His wife may feel as if she always has to compete with the husband's mother, so it can cause a rift between her and her husband. Mothers of narcissists are known to deliberately compete with the son's girlfriends or wives and sabotage the relationship it happens. They are known to do that. The son will never settle in any uh, romantic relationship. When it starts to get serious, the mother notices that uh, uh, the the woman actually loves her her son and that the son is actually getting drawn to the woman. She will do everything that she can to pull the son away from the woman until that relationship breaks. The fear of her son leaving her and the supply ending is uh, supersedes anything, any bright future for the son. It supersedes it. You know, she doesn't want to know. That you know, my son needs a wife so that he can have a future, he can have his own family. You know, every parent wishes that, every parent works hard to to see that to happen. But with narcissistic parents, you know, they sabotage it. The son exists for the mother, the son doesn't have life, and the son cannot have a future as far as they are concerned. Now, we are coming to signs that you were raised by a narcissistic. Parents. What are the signs? One of the signs is um, that uh, the, your parent would have been unreasonably and extremely possessive of you. Uh, he, she would have been prone to engaging in marginalized competitions with you. You would tell because it happens more than once. It happens all your life. So you would know that my mom is competing with me. Oh, my God. But they are powerless to do anything about it. Uh, She would have been afraid or worried about your independence. She would always uh, have cast you inside their shadows. And always having unreasonable expectations. You can't even seem to reach raising the bar every time you try to accomplish anything. She raises a bar to make you fail. When you fail, you come back to to her. You get her to do it for you. And that's what she wants. She wants you to fail and depend on her. Then she continues to do things for you. So, um... This can happen with father-daughter relationship, as I said in the beginning, but it is more common in a mother-son relationship. That's the reason why I dwelled on the mother-son. It's not because I'm biased. It's only because really in real life, uh, this type of mother-son is the, the one that is more prevalent. Uh, because narcissism is more in men than uh, women, um, you know, for understanding's sake. Uh, that's the reason why I used uh, uh, mother-father. So I did say in the beginning that uh, the, this teaching is very long. Um, so I divided the video into two. So this is the end of video one, and then uh, I will uh, d- d- do uh, come to to video two in in a short while, and then we continue from where we 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 stopped, uh, and then we are going to be looking at the types of wrong mother son relationships. That is our first point in a uh, video two. For now, goodbye and just stay tuned and don't go away. Uh, more stuff is coming. So we need to know about these things because even though they may not have affected us, I know about these things because I work in mental health and I get to see people that come for help that have been affected by these things as well. And in real life, I have uh, seen it because when you know about it, you can pinpoint you can you know you see you see you just see you know and you know what you're looking at so and i feel like people need to know because they don't, don't they don't really have the time they don't really know what they're dealing with so you know i don't want to sit with this knowledge it's, it's hardly taught you know and and then so people need to know what uh, to look out for and then even in, in parenting, you know, you need to look out how maybe you are a young person or maybe uh, how your parent is, is, is interacting with you, you know, to have that knowledge. And then so you can uh, develop strong boundaries and say no to some of the things in a nice way and in a, a respectable way. So as I said, yeah, uh, just uh, stay tuned and uh, wait for uh, video two, uh, which will come uh, shortly. Thank you, and bye.